Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to tarantes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. to a rousing start welcome back motherfuckers welcome back to another episode of the ratchet ramblings podcast presented to you by the cspn network i am one third of your host jeremy aka black nante on twitter aka nigga i leave early on friday for work every goddamn day i don't know why the fuck my manager be wanting me to stay late bitch you already know why i'm here aka nigga it's payday aka i am three-fourths into this goddamn Crown Royal, and as usual, I am joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Uh, <clears throat> hello, niggas. It's me. If you hear that sweet sizzling sound in the background, that's me frying some chicken. Like a real nigga. Mm-hmm. Just, doing black, just doing black things. Black excellence. Uh, Candice, aka London and Mommy. Uh, Formerly known as Intense Desire. Uh, I don't have a bunch of AKs because I really, I'm like Curtis last week. Like, we got a lot of dragon to do. I got my dragon draws on today. And <laughs> she got dragon pantaloons. Yeah, I got on my dragon panties and I'm ready because, yes. And, 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 and the blood of white diamonds. Mm. And it's 420. And my mother had harassed me at work about getting weed. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you. About this 420 today. What's up? Like, what do you mean? I don't even smoke marijuana, Catherine. Ain't nothing that with 420 for me. When you, when you do readery. Yes. I'm going to start calling her loud diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. What's up, guys? some new shit today. And that shit was loud when she took the top off. I was like, Oh, oh, baby! Mm. Why you mm. soon come? That's mm. how I like my loud. My loud is loud as white diamonds. Mm. There you go. <laughs> anyway, what's up? This is Curtis, the third co-host, who comes through when the fuck I feel like it, aka Trillificent, 
AKA the tweeter formerly known as Coon Loaf, AKA the night manager at your local Batteries Plus, AKA <laughs> Beyonce's titty that was singing Freedom at Coachella, AKA I took the top off of my Camry. What? I took the top off of my Camry. The crazy shit is, don't you drive a rich nigga vehicle? First of all, no. (laughs) Uh, Don't try to sit down here with us common folks. Second of all, I used to have a Camry. Thank you so much. Third of all, we supposed to be dragging those motherfuckers. You don't come for me, okay? Okay. Those days are long behind you. We can't see the Camry from in front of the BMW. Listen. Oh, we're off to a rousing start, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Y'all just don't know. The pre-owned life will bless you if you know her, okay? And I know her. I was introduced to her. We became good friends. We became sister girls, all right? You speak her name. Well, not too much because I got a car note. But anyway, <laughs> okay, don't give it too, too damn much. No, don't give it too much. Don't put too much sauce on it. Right. No, don't put no sauce on it because that's a bitch. But anyway... <laughs> Listen, I I am here for everyone who had somebody in their hood that put a Cadillac top on a Camry. <laughs> so yes. we took the top off the Camry. Yes, yes. Speaking yes. of, I too am a special level of hood rat because my first car was a Neon. Mm. So you already know what I'm about. My like, first I'm car. Oh, my first car was a Ninja Turtle green Ford Tempo. Mm. Yes. Mm. That well, my, shit looked like... What did that shit look like? That shit looked like Gak. My first car was a 1986 Cutlass Supreme that was given to me as a graduation present by my uncle. And that sound right up your country ass Yeah, ass. I was about to say, <laughs> that car sounds... You sound exactly like that car. Yes, the yes. spirit of that you probably that car is probably you. You know what? As a matter of fact, well, well, first of all, the car uh, caught on fire when when I was coming home from work one day. So you know, good luck, everybody. Um, but th- yes, I would like the spirit to- lives on through you. I'm gonna start instead of night roll. I'm call instead of night rider. We can call you nigger rider. Yeah, you know what? Accurate, accurate. I would. I did in true in true Let- typical. Let the spirit of the dope boy car live on through you. Yes, man. yes, young nigga, move that dope. Mm. Oh yeah, well, well. Mm. Mm. That's a it's, that's a song. Not saying I do those activities. <laughs> <laughs> I got. <laughs> I'm like nigga, you got to go to work on Monday. You might want to calm down a little bit, just just a teensy weensy bit. Anyway, um, pay the bills so I can drag Mariah Lynn and Remy Ma a, a tiny bit, and then we can get into the rest of the dragon. Yes, um, you are listening to a CSPN media podcast presentation. You may go to our website, CSPN.us, and click on that Ratchet Ramblings tab and listen to all of our episodes thus far. And you can do fun things like leave comments on the episode page, rate the, the episode on the episode page. And then if you like what the fuck we have, excuse me, we have to say about these Ratchet Ass TV shows, you can mosey on over to that Keep Our Podcast free tab on the right side of our website and shout out all of our many, many sponsors. 
it's of no extra cost to you. Every purchase that you make through our sponsors through our website, it will give our boss man the CEO Classic a portion of the brick to keep the lights on or pay for bandwidth so you won't have to sat- listen to my country ass sound like the first car that I ever had. And you can go to our and you can and you should go to our friend Curtis's podcast, The Gay Side Stories. I, there is a link for it in the show notes. Um, our friend is doing great things over there. You can go to gaysidestories.com. That is the hub for where the gay shit goes and whatever the fuck Curtis feels like talking about because he can do that because it's his goddamn podcast. So <clears throat> do that. And if you want to help both shows out in a major way, you can leave a rating and a review. Five stars, please. No one Star Wars. We don't do that shit over here. We are, have been blessed by the by the edges of Beyonce and we don't accept that shit around here. Um, and you can leave a rating and a review. Um, you iTunes is still the biggest hub or Apple Podcasts or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves. And yeah, help us out, help us grow and with that the bills are paid. Now Curtis, start us off. Well, before First we of start, all, I want to say I can tell that Crown Royal in you because you ain't stuttered today. I was about to say shout out to him for hiccuping motor oil in the middle of that spill, but also what you said. Um, So I took one for the team because everyone else refused to listen to. They refused to do their due diligence and listen to Mariah Lynn's song. So I decided decided to better shit to do, like maybe get a tooth pulled and listen to that shit. I decided to take one for the team because, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. Powerful yes. niggatry at work. Yes. So the song is called Tab Reloaded, which I'm assuming means remix because if she had another song named Tab, that was news to me because I didn't know she was actually releasing music. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. So Tab Reloaded, Mariah Lynn featuring Remy Ma. Um I'm gonna be honest, it sounded like some tired ass bird shit. <clears throat> it was the typical lines from newer female rappers. And I wanna I'm wondering like why do new female rappers always just rap about clothing labels, haters, and a pussy? Like y'all y'all don't have shit else to talk about in because your sixteens? Because they read Twitter and get their lyrics from Twitter. Continue. Literally nothing else to talk about. And 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 that's it for Mariah Lynn. I mean, obviously Mariah Lynn was boo-boo on the song. I was like, girl, please. Remy Ma. Mm. Remy Ma's feature was cat shit. Um, and it's just another receipt in my theory that we've been scammed by her. <laughs> Um, and you until, have been on this, you have been with this agenda for quite some time, friend. Until she proves otherwise, the bitch is a scammer, okay? <laughs> because the songs that we heard and the raps and shit that we heard from Remy Ma before she went to jail, that's not the same Remy Ma. She did not keep that same energy, and I feel like we got scammed. And bitch, where's the album? How the fuck Cardi B released the album before your black ass? Fair point. Anyway, that's all I had because that shit was horrible. I only got, I only got through two thirds of it, and that was just so I could hear Remy Ma's sorry ass feature. Um, and we can move on. Great, because I don't have, I don't have shit to say about that bullshit. <laughs> Nor should you, because it was the fuck terrible. Yeah, keep that away from me and my family. I'm so, sorry you had to go through that, Curtis. 
Speaking of the fuck terrible, we are going to start this week with Chain Chop Fix My Life, a.k.a. Yanla, a.k.a. Rhonda. Your mama named me Rhonda. I'm going to call your ass Rhonda. There you go. She had a Hazel E on the show, you guys, a.k.a. Uh-huh. Gonzo. <laughs> Wouldn't it Lexi that say she look like a light-skinned Gonzo? She yes. do. <laughs> we love you, Lexi. She does. Yes, we haven't had Lexi on in a while. We're gonna have to try to get some shit going. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. So, first and foremost, Rhonda got a new hairstyle for y'all asses. Uh, too damn old, old for it. Some, that old bitch got some uh, seven-year-old made for seven-year-old crochets, and she's been whipping her fucking head back and forth since then. Listen, I will knock them crochets out her goddamn head. <laughs> you give that hairstyle back to the nine-year-old you stole it from, bitch. Right. Let the oh, young black good. girls flourish. How your teeth that how your teeth that and gums that grown, but your hair that childish. Mm. Listen, because them them listen, she can bite through concrete. The, those are that's a strong mouth. Whew. I know that bitch could chew Donald Trump wig off his head. Mm, 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 mm. I, mm. All right, that, mm, that bitch can chew. She can chew. I've always said this, and I believe it to be true. That Iyanla can chew through a bank vault door. Uh, I'm telling you, she could bite the bumper off a of, uh, '76 Cadillac. Ooh, uh, she got down probably chew through vibranium shit. Listen, her teeth probably made out of vibranium. <laughs> she. <laughs> Them chompers anyway, are strong. Iyanla is uh, a piece of shit. Yep. Yala exploits black pain, and I just really, 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 really cannot yeah. get beyond it. Um, if you can't tell, Iyanla is clearly on the beat the fuck up list. Clearly. Because she, this episode, to me, and I could be overreacting, but from what I saw, it was disgusting. I did not like what I saw at all. It wasn't even like comical to me, like I thought it was going to be. Because I thought she was going to do her typical dragging or attempt at dragging. And, you know, there's plenty of material to work with with Hazel E. But she didn't even go that route. Like, the route that she went, I was like, ma'am. Bitch, ma'am, bitch. You are not qualified to be bringing up this trauma of these people for this raggedy-ass show. uh, Ronnie from Players Club on there. Listen. Listen, so first and foremost, um, we, the three of us were shocked because Hazel's mama was 54, which was not the shocking part. I mean, I was like, oh, her mama only 54. I was like, okay, Hazel Hazel must be, I was like, Hazel must be, you know, in her early 30s. Like I thought, and they showed that shit. The bitch is 30 the fuck seven. She is two years older than Nicki Minaj. Uh, these Nikki old Matrat. bitches is petty. These like, what is it with y'all in y'all mid thirties and these breakdowns that y'all having? Like, what the fuck is going on? I like, I'm I'm not gonna even lie. For as ugly as Hazel is, she doesn't look thirty seven. She just looked like a younger, ugly old, younger, ugly bitch. Like, that's like kind of. I was like, like, oh, this bitch young and ugly. Wow. Like, but and then like to see she's thirty seven. It has absolutely no direction in her life. 
Like she has absolutely no guidance, no no foundation. She's not a sinner. Like heading into forty, like you should be really in a different headspace. You literally sitting on national TV fighting women that's in their twenties, a decade younger than you. Yeah. Right? Too serious? Like, not even wow. fighting, throwing drinks. Right? Because you know she can't fight. Except when she like, got Marie yanked by, uh, until she got Pierre yanked by that Marie's one girl. What's the woman name that yanked her? Masika. Masika, yeah. Yeah, Masika much younger than her. Fucking Tierra Marie is much younger than her. And the only reason we think about Tierra Marie being older, but Tierra Marie came out when she was like 15, 16. Tierra is uh, 30. She's like, come on, you fighting with women almost a decade younger than you. You are pathetic. I am not about to be arguing with no 20-something-year-olds. I'm not about to argue with you, period. That's first and foremost. But I'm definitely not not about to be arguing with you and you 25, 26, 27. Like, you are... Hazel is ridiculous. Too damn old. Her Her mama was ridiculous. Yeah, her mom a dizzy little bitch. And Masika is thirty-two. Oh, okay. Masika's older than I thought she was too. Yeah, she is. But yeah. still, thirty-seven again. Like Candace said, at thirty-seven, you would expect a woman, especially a black woman, to be in a completely different headspace. At thirty-seven, I'm expecting you to be more along the lines of yeah. of Juju. Because Juju is 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 around that age. Yeah, not doing the yes. shit that you're doing, not putting out the shitty ad. Well, I don't even know if she's putting out music, but whatever you're doing, not being on love and hip hop, looking the fuck stupid, sounding the fuck stupid, looking the fuck stupid on Twitter, looking and sounding the fuck stupid. I just didn't expect it, but but however, this dragging that we are about to get into. It's not even about Hazel E. Like we dragging Hazel E. Based off shit that didn't even have nothing to do with the show. Um, I want to talk about Rhonda, mm. aka Iyanla. A bitch named Rhonda. A bitch named Rhonda said the whole thing just like a pimp named Schlickback. Well, a bitch named Rhonda. Um, I didn't like it from the beginning because she she just went in a weird direction. But when she started analyzing them rap lyrics and having Hazel recite them to portraits of Harriet Tubman and shit, I said, oh, this bitch is out of her fucking mind. These women are dead. (laughs) They are deceased and they have been deceased for quite some time. Listen, I'm not even going to hold you. Like, even if they were still alive, you's not going to stop me from twerking, bitch. You're not going to stop nobody. Like, and I'm thinking, isn't part of the struggle that they went through is so that a woman like Hazel could do whatever the fuck that she wanted to do? Correct. Listen, I'm going to tell you what I really loathe about uh, Rhonda. The bitch does that weird uh, respectability politics bullshit. Yes. But only where women are concerned. Yes, because... She doesn't do this when she has... Oh, yes, because she babies the men. She babies the men... And then she slut shames the ever loving life out of the way. Just like a typical like, ass, raggedy ass black woman would do. Like the worst, the worst not typical. part of what Hazel does is not her fucking song lyrics to me. 
Like that's not what at all. Not even close. Not even close. Interacts with other women and shit that's weird to me. But her singing about twerking or dancing, pop Pop my butt, pop pop my butt. Like girl, I will sing. The lyrics to Uchi Wally to Rosa Parks Gray. Don't fucking play with me, okay? Listen, listen. Oh, go ahead. I was a woman. I was singing the lyrics to Lil Kim's dreams, talking about fucking R and B singers. As I visit Coretta Scott King's memorial, like what are we talking it is, about? It is called duality. The late great Maya Angelou never forget that she was a sex worker at one point in time. Which is crazy because oh, never mind. Yeah, no, no, Candace, Candace. Still we rise. Still we rise. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. I, Candace took the words out of my mouth because the thing about Rhonda is, I was like, she just used this as an opportunity to spew out all of her feelings about women in the, in the entertainment industry that are like Hazel. She and she you and what really was <laughs> disgusting to me about this show. Is that she used the ancestors as a tool of guilt? Yes, yes. It, like, it was just, it was, it was just gross to me. What, like it what, made me feel sick. I've never been a fan of Rhonda because I've said this for a long time. To me, she's like this female version of Steve Harvey. She and, is, and it cut from the same funky ass cloth. And what's wild to me, cloth. And what's wild to me is like. And I saw, uh, of course, when I saw black women on Twitter bring this point up, of course, I saw some niggas with an and, but, but even the, even the sample size they brought up, it's like the ratio is not even fucking close. Like Candace said, she always has this energy for black women, but she never, and I mean, because that's primarily who be on her show, but she always has this energy for black women, but she never has this energy for black men. She went harder on Hazel and her mama than she did on that nigga that had 37 kids. The one time, and she went harder on the women on that episode than she did the nigga. I watched the episode with the uh, one Braxton sister and the husband that's always cheating. Oh yeah, gay. She, she read that woman for filth and and pretty much said that that man was a cheater and this that and the third because the Braxton girl was mean to him. Right, like she always does that with the women on the show, and every time I see women bring this up on Twitter, here go niggas like, well, DMX and whatever other niggas she said they they bring up will disagree. Listen, motherfucker, that is too- didn't even go hard on DMX. That DMX is next son went harder on DMX than she did. Well, that's true too, but even still, like the, I'm saying, like the ratio is not even close. So, but you know that's typical niggas. Niggas can't never just let niggas and flies. I do despise. Nobody, I, I said this on Twitter, but nobody plays the oppression Olympics more than niggas and white women, and you take with that information what you will. But, well, um, but yeah, like I just can't respect nobody like that. Like if you're gonna go hard on black women and you don't <laughs> call yourself a healer, quote unquote, then you need to go equally hard on the niggas. And don't like, do that. I'm good at what I do, bitch. You don't have no certifications. If you so good at what you do, go get some education behind. Every like, the thing that really, really, really just plucks my soul with Iala is like I feel like certain professions you just need the education and the the experience and the and the clinicals and all of this and like mental health care is one. Like, Correct. Absolutely. No, no, just Joe Schmo and Dick and Jane from around the way should be able to call themselves a mental health advocate and a healer and shit like that like that's so dangerous 
Like Extremely. every ever watch Yala at the end of the show when they do like the the like telling you what's going on with the people now, they never in a better position after leaving her show. They still be fucked up. Yep. Correct. And that was in my notes. Like you could see, or at least I could see at the end of that show in Hazel's eyes, she did not grasp everything that was going on around her. She was kind of like, I'm going along with it, but I'm not exactly sure what's going on. I am here to get a check. I'm here. I mean, hopefully for a check. Right. Because it is Hazel. You never know. Mm, Right. But and then the other thing that really got on my nerves which is really just a counterpoint, not a counterpoint, but uh, an additional point to what Candace just said about the dangers of, of professing or acting like you have the knowledge and the and the and the skill set to have these conversations. Number one, all of the trauma that you brought up from Hazel and her mama's past, and now they stuck with you because I didn't see any real resolution. Uh, from all of the trauma the other thing that i did not like is that and i don't know if y'all noticed but in a lot of instances iyanla was putting words in people's mouths oh she do that a lot and i i don't watch that much chain chomp because i'm not able i just don't have it in me all i see is clips flowing down my timeline but she do that i watched this whole episode and i was like so you're just gonna put the words in these women's mouths you gonna? Mm-hmm. I, I, I was hurt. Say it. No, girl, that's not how this works. Let let them come to the realizations on their own. That's just common sense. And then the third thing that I really didn't like is the way she handled that colorism conversation, mm-hmm. like bringing in all these random women, Estelle and and homegirl from Players Club, and whoever the fuck else was was sitting in them chairs that she got from like Marshalls or some shit. Um, there was no nuance. Like it was just flat out. You light skin, you dark skin. So y'all, y'all spill your grievances to each other. And I'm like, what is happening? What is going on? And she really downplayed that. What? Oh god, it was so disgusting. The part where she compared the struggles that they were talking about to light-skinned slaves and dark-skinned slaves, I was like, sis, what are you doing? What are you doing? So, that was it. I don't I don't have much else for, for Sister Mary Chain Chomp. Yeah. Um, like I said, she used this as an opportunity to just basically... She a, she a, she is a, she's a high-level scammer, and not even a good one at that. Because no. anybody with sense can see that, that she, she full of shit. Well, but we know how um, mm. the general lack of sense in the populace lets scammers um, mm. prosper. Mm. Don't, see, don't we know it? We yeah. see that on Twitter quite a bit. One of y'all, mm. Mm. Some, some people's favorite <laughs> tweeter from a certain place with a certain accent that may or may Curtis. not be real. Curtis. I'm just saying. I mean, you didn't. You ain't lying, but Curtis. I'm just saying. Batteries plus, friend. Batteries plus. No, that ain't batteries plus. Shit, that's unemployed. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I almost spit out this goddamn drink. 
Whatever. Shit. <laughs> Fuck y'all and her. Shit. <laughs> no, don't, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else for Rhonda? Nah, I just... Uh, I, I, Rhonda could go to hell. I, That's about it. Yeah, I don't get... It's some people that go up for her, and I just don't fucking get it. I don't get it either, because like I said, nobody left there with any real knowledge or learning. I mean, and most of it was at the end, you could argue a little bit that they learned even though I did not see it in Hazel's face. Oh, she was she was she was ready to go. She was but, ready to go. You know, the women talking to each other. It didn't really have anything to do with 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 Rhonda, but um so what did I what did we say was next? Was it Love and Hip Hop? Yeah. Okay. So, um Terrible Wigs of Atlanta. You know what? I don't have a lot because I spent Rashida the goofy and that's that on that. That's that on that. I mean, I kind of agree with Carly that Rashida should go ahead and get some, some outside dick, whether it's from that trainer or not. But yeah, but first of all, until they show what that, that trainer looked like, cause all they did before they sh- showed him in the picture, they just showed his voice. I thought the motherfucker was shooter. Cause them niggas sound alike. Mm. Good luck with that. Right, good, good the hell look, everybody. But um, what her daughter? Na- or, I mean, what not her daughter? But what's uh, what Kurt daughter name? The one that work in the shop? Uh, uh, I don't know, but we need to name her. Mind your fucking business. Yes, right. Because like we just gave we her, need to name her. Shut the fuck up. That's what we listen. Need to we name just her. we just gave her a little bit of props last week for dragging the fuck out of her daddy. But, and uh, that's what we get. It's just like the read. Every time we give a bitch on these shows props, they come back acting the fuck stupid. Because, listen, what the fuck you not going to do is say that Rashida needs to work some shit out. Uh, no. Your father. Daddy got a whole fucking ass baby on your stepmama talking about give it a go. Bitch, listen. Girl, girl the fuck by. Like, shut your dumb ass up, girl. Like I had like I had to t- tell Ted in the group chat today. Girl, the fuck by. <laughs> It's always Shut up the girl table. by the table. We love you, she be table. acting up. Yeah, we love up. you. Be at the note table. We love you. You be lying like a motherfucker saying you be chilling, but it's fine. Kirk daughter, I was like, girl, are you stupid? Shut your stupid ass up. God right. damn. Like, listen, you, you, being, was, you being was being rude to the man. Like, you don't be rude to people like that. Like, if you don't get your shit together, girl. Was, and the fact that her grandma sat there and let her be rude like that to that man. I'm like, well, first I, of all. My, my grandmother would never. My grandmother, one of my grandmothers was like five one. And do you understand that her arm would have reached up to my face like stretched the fuck Armstrong if I was rude to somebody like that in a shop in a place of business? First first of all, Miss Shirley Miss Shirley couldn't do that because she was too busy checking that man arms out for herself. She was. Now Miss Shirley up there with that purple hair looking like fucking uh what's like her she name? Had to get fucked. That's what Miss well, Shirley that, like. That. She was. She was like, girl, if you don't want them, I'll take them. Right. Michelle Meanwhile, with that purple ass hair looking like Psylocke. She willing to be a slide. She mm-hmm. Right. What what the damn thing from uh from uh from Friday with Hey Miss Parker? She was like, Hey Mr. Johnson. That was Miss Shirley. Truly was. But yeah, that girl was out of line. And about you need to work it out at home, girl. Are you the fuck stupid? Ain't no home because your daddy she is a piece of shit. What the right? Fuck? And you did not have that same energy when y'all was all in the same room. 
we you just was dragging the fuck out of your daddy, and rightfully so. Everybody pray for Dime. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes, I like Dom, but sweetie, Carly Red is not it. Her only support system is Carly, baby. Sweetie, sweaty, beautiful gowns, everybody. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. That's all. That's that on that. Curtis, you echo on a little bit on your side. Look, get it the fuck together. Good luck, everybody. Well, hell, you echo one too. Yeah, I, that's all I have to say on that. Yeah. I'm still happy for Dime. I'm glad she's having a healthy pregnancy. It was nice to see my girl, Dr. Jackie. Yeah, yeah. shout out to, twice on this show and the Real Housewives. They must be the they must be the OBGYNs to the to the to the blacks, right? All the blacks and the reality stars. But I ain't mad because I actually think Dr. Jackie and Dr. Simone are really good OBGYNs. So mm-hmm. that's right. Um, so yeah, it was <clears throat> brought back some nostalgia for me. That's one of the most like amazing parts of your, the beginning of your pregnancy is when you get to hear the heartbeat and see the baby and you know, all that little cool stuff. So good for Dom and good for Dom. But, uh, I like Dom's fiance too. Yeah, he seemed like a cool ass nigga. Yeah. I, yeah. I like I like uh Sean. That's his name, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Seem like good people. Uh. But, what else but, happened? Uh, I don't like Carly, but shout out to Carly for stepping up to take care of her father, even though he was pretty much absentee parent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that takes a lot of strength. That I, I personally wouldn't have. Listen, listen. Could be me. Could be me. Could not be me. But um, you know, uh, shout out to Carly for that. What was that situation with all them women and Scrappy? Oh, Scrap. Okay. First of all, mm. uh, KK about bad shit crazy because Scrap ain't getting out of jail till 2022. That nigga getting out the same time as Tyrone. Talk about he should be home any day now. And uh, the baby mama with her old pretty chocolate soap, but she dumb as a rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tierra, listen, that shit is public information with somebody being released, honey. That shit don't say do out of jail any day. He pled to that, to that charge and got them five years, and he finna do them five years because he went to jail last year. In the discussion, baby, he's not due out any day nothing. Uh, when they say any day, I damn near slid out this goddamn bed. Mm-hmm. I was like, in it, Tierra for not being a weirdo and just checking in because Scrap, one of them sneaky niggas. That you gotta watch. You gotta watch. Young lady, you gotta watch. Young man, you gotta watch. Young man. I know. <laughs> Because yeah, they was gonna have a repeat. Yeah, so I don't. I, yeah, I agree. I don't think Tierra was being a weirdo. Uh, but but uh, but what, what's the name? Uh, Tommy definitely took it that way though. I just Tommy. <sighs> beautiful gowns. Beautiful, beautiful gowns. Beautiful, beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Not beautiful wigs. Beautiful titties. But you know, just. 
Yeah, I don't know what them wigs are. She on some Shay Johnson shit, and I don't, right. I don't like it. Speaking of bad wigs, but she on some bucket shit, and I'm not here for it. Get it together, like, Tommy. It's like I get it, Tommy. You don't been through some shit, primarily due to your mama, but you in the wrong with this shit with your sister. And it's like, my baby, like you can't be on the defensive all the time. Um, Tommy is her own worst enemy, and it's primarily because she likes to surround herself with yes people. Mm-hmm. So she did the true. Her brothers, her brothers co-signing some bullshit, but they know they sister dead wrong. But she put money in their pocket. She let them lay up in her house, so they, they don't act like you know. They like you can't bite the hand that keeping the roof over your head. Yeah, that's all that is. That dead ass. Right. Which Nick usually niggas are not that smart, but these, you know. Well, well they yeah. Well, I mean, compared to their sister, they mm, never mind. Mm. Mm. Beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. But yes, um, I think oh, uh, fucking Stevie J. So mm. the fact that Jock scrapped. And Stevie were trying to give each other advice. I was just like, what a fucking shit show. <laughs> Listen. Uh, I, how does one accumulate the amount of child support that Stephen Jordan is about to go to jail for while out here doing clownery it's beyond me. That's just, just how niggas are. You know, I just, just when you think niggas can out nigga themselves, here goes Stevie fucking J. It's powerful yeah. nigga dread work. Powerful nigga dread work. Yeah. yeah. Y'all are so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> we love you too. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I, listen, first of all, Mimi don't deserve that fine ass stud she with. That's what I want to say. Agree. That is a that is a fine woman, boy. Because you got to be a bozo to keep inserting yourself in Stevie J. Miss when you got a fine ass stud right sitting there right you, there. You, you got to be a bozo to keep inserting yourself in Stevie J. Affairs when he owes you some back child support too. Uh, mm, I was gonna say. Mm. Like she, like they went to war a season or two ago because. She was putting him on child support, and he got mad. So I'm just and trying to understand. And she's like, "I didn't know he was still dealing with that bullshit." I was like, "Mimi, shut the fuck up, First girl." All, I, Mimi get on my nerve because it sounds like every time she like she one of those people where she'll say like it'll take her like 15 minutes to say like a six word sentence. Right? She's so fucking dramatic. Like, bitch, you are not Angela Bassett. Shut your ass up. God damn. Like, this is not a goddamn dissertation. She one of them people, oh my God. She one of those people that will t- that will have a, maybe have one point that only will cry like maybe 20 characters a tweet at best, but we're going a whole 15 tweet thread about the shit. Yeah. She one of them people. Yeah. She's Good speaking, luck, Mimi. Mimi speaking all my life I had to fight. Good luck, Mimi. And, um... That whole meeting with Erica and Esthetician or whatever her name is and just Brittany. <laughs> um, 
that was stupid what? on Mimi's part because you should have talked to all of them individually before you brought them all together. They love ambushing people. They love ambush. Like I mean, they all knew that they were all. No, they didn't know. No, nah, they didn't know. They didn't know that Britney because they didn't know just Britney was gonna be there. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think just Britney, but just Britney knew they were gonna be there. Yeah. yeah. Foolish. Uh, this how you know Erica clown. She was initially trying to apologize, and just Brittany stopped it. Like, nah, a lot of the shit you were saying to me was like not cool. Like, it just wasn't. And then she started going off some more. Like, how you mad that somebody is like telling you, like, yo, you really disrespecting me on another level for no reason? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Erica Mena is, is Erica, is, one of those people so that dizzy. She is just dizzy. She one of those people that love to argue. I'll beat Eric Mena the fuck up, and that's just that on she that. on the she on the beat the fuck up. Yes, and she, it, because she got real anti black undertones to her the shit she says too. Like right, like the way she went off when she called her Shanae, like it wasn't that damn funny. Like clowning her facial features and her nose and like all that shit. That's that's like anti black rhetoric to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, throw the whole bitch away. I was with 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 just Brittany. Throw the whole bitch away. I said yes, indeed. Let us let us proceed to throw the whole bitch away. Listen, when just Brittany was like, uh, "Okay, well, come out of hibernation." I want yeah. to. That's when I was like, "Oh shit, just Brittany ain't to be fucked with." Yeah, she with the shit. She definitely with the shits. But uh, my favorite part was when Erica Mena pushed. Well, first of all, when Jess Brittany was like, why don't you go take care of your kid? Like, you over here fighting with me. You got a whole kid that's crying for your attention. Right. And listen, I... God damn it. And listen, in the words of Chris Rock, it ain't right, but I understand. I mean... I mean, hey. Hey. It is what it is. I was like, ooh... Ooh. I mean, listen, listen. When when Erica said don't poke a bear of hibernation and just Brittany said that, I was like, help the bear. <laughs> just Brittany yeah. was like, <laughs> poke. Let me do it like Facebook used to do. Poke. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you, as a parent, don't nothing boil your blood more than somebody bring your kid up in some bullshit. But I'll be at right the back. same time, I leave motherfuckers alone. So mm-hmm. that my kid is never a topic of discussion and no bullshit. Because if I start with you, then everything is fair game from my kid to my mama to my dad auntie to my my dad hamster from when I was a little kid. To everything is fair game when you go messing with somebody and poking a bear. That's just that. So when Erica got mad, I was like, look at this bitch dishing it but can't take it. <clears throat> Erica Mena came back to the Love and Hip Hop franchise to to do the same exact bullshit she used to do, so she can go. She definitely could go. And when she pushed the security guard and he pushed her ass back, that was really the highlight of the episode. And he was ready to clap her ass. She talking about don't put your fucking hands on me. That man said don't put your fucking hands on me. Right, that's y'all. reason I got a job. My man said, "Mm-hmm." Yeah, she, bitch she went full Nicki Minaj. Like you bitches, that was her. You bitches is my son line. I was like, "Girl, bye." 
I was on the floor because I was really like, you put your hands on that man and you know you ain't supposed to be fighting on the show and the security gonna always break it up. But now you trying to fight the security like you won't get clapped up. Child, that motherfucker built like he part of the Russian mob. Like, girl, bye. Girl, the fuck, bye. Hey, he put, he shoved the shit out of her. Right? He, he showed her. Know. I felt that shit. I was excited. <laughs> you was around for her. He told her, don't put your fucking hands on me then. You was around like, somebody tell, Like, when a man talk to you like that, like, you really on the cusp again tossed out the establishment mm. like he really almost she was about to get jazzy jeff good the hell look everybody hell she was in the process of getting jazzy jeff because they was it's definitely escorting that ass out of there like nobody got time and the other part is niggas had jobs before erica minna came on love and hip-hop niggas had jobs after erica minna left love and hip-hop uh, Erica Mena is not shaking shit on that show. Like her presence was is not missed. Like I'm still wishing Jim and Chrissy come back to the show. Don't give a fuck about no Erica Mena. <laughs> you don't. I'd rather see Olivia come back then. Like if you gonna bring Erica Mena back, you should have brought back Olivia just so Olivia could out sing her in every episode. Like nothing, nothing brings me warmth and cuddles. Like that season where Erica walked in to Olivia singing the fuck out of that song that Rich gave her. Oh, it was great. And be like, you could never. Uh, what else? I think that was. Did y'all? I oh, had no. to... oh, Sorry. Go ahead. No, I had to step away. I was gonna say, are we gonna talk about um, what's the what's the girl's name and her ugly her titties off? Yeah, I was just about to get to pig in a blanket. Okay, go ahead. Um, so Keely, mm. aka Tiny, part two. <laughs> um, she is definitely she got to be top three on the beat the fuck up list because what the fuck is wrong with her? Everything. Um, outside of that roast when she was doing all of that extra. And that was one time when I was like, you know what? Carly Red is actually not in the wrong. What the fuck is going on with Keely? Like you she was know, just- you know, it has been this is like the second time on this show where I have to say that Carly Red messy ass ain't in the wrong this season. And it's upsetting me and my home or my homegirl. Because usually Carly Red is always in the wrong. Because she always in the mess. Right. <laughs> And this instance, I was just like, what is wrong with this lady? And I, I'm still waiting. Where are the music industry receipts? You love to bring that shit up, but where are the fucking receipts? Listen, as trash as Stevie J is, now they ain't worth shit right now, but at least you can point to Stevie J having a resume. Now they ain't worth a damn now, but he got a resume. Keela ain't got no damn resume to speak of. Yeah, I have no idea who Keely is and who she worked with or what she did or why she's trying to do this, that, and the third, and <clears throat> the way she moved. Oh yeah, yeah. She well, the way she showed out at her man's club and shit. I was just like, yeah, this bitch not about her business because she know every dime, every every bag he secured. If she really bought that life, she know coming home to her. And this bitch showing out, tossing drinks poorly. Bitch didn't even toss the drink good. Right. Said, when the blood of Jesus on you, it just fly right over. And he did not tell a lie. He didn't. 
Hey, he looked good as shit in that outfit. He did. He did. None Speaking like of an outfit, um, Keely, mm. sweetie, would she be, dre- she be dre- Why she always dressed for prime everywhere she go? It's not even that. I am concerned about your breasts. In that confessional, they were looking a little battered and bruised. Um, they were looking like you went to the same person that did Mimi's titties. Mm. And you got too much shit swirling around you to have your titties looking like that. Yeah, you in too much mess for your titties to be looking like they uh, more to come. Working at Starbucks for a black man. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Damn it, an echo here. Oh. Echo, 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 echo. Ratchet, ratchet, ratchet. Good luck, everybody. Yeah, Kels, I mean, Keely, get beat the fuck up, okay? That's all I got. Yep. Yeah, that's all I got for that. Uh, Real Housewigs. Real Housewigs. Real Housewigs of Atlanta. Oh. First of all, first and foremost, to the most high Andy for asking Kim what was the end game with those lips. So, what's the end game with the lips? Listen, uh, Kim looks like an intestine. Yes, her lips look like you know how those people can take a balloon and twist it and contort it into different shapes. Yeah, that's what her lips look like. She is she is not a good looking woman at the fuck all. She's not a good looking person. She's not a good person. She's a right. piece of shit. Listen, l- listen. Shout out to good sis Andy because he had his foot on her neck and Bravo wrote them receipts. Listen, let me tell you something. I can appreciate somebody that is ready to drag. Has every right to drag, has the energy to drag, and has the receipts to drag, and wants a motherfucker to keep that same energy. And that was Lanithia goddamn leaks when Kim came the fuck out. Oh, yes. Sat on that damn couch. She was ready for war. Curtis, you said in the chat, Kim, I mean, Nina was like, listen, fuck all these presentries and this ha ha he he shit. I got to talk about this bitch. Yes. She said, I got words for this white bitch right here on tonight. Listen, I got got words for this MAGA bitch right here. Oh, yes. And she had all the words. She was ready. She was on 10. Soon as Kim came her goddamn um 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 turkey leg built ass the fuck out there. Yep. Nene was fucking ready. I was here for Nene was sitting there boiling. She was boiling like a pot of water when you're cooking ramen. She was just <laughs> waiting for her chance to pounce. She could not wait. She kept rolling her eyes when there well, all that bullshit when she first came out there. She was like, fuck all the dumb shit. I th- I think Andy consensing, and that's when he just went, well, let's just go ahead and get to the meat and potatoes of this shit. Yeah. But you know, Andy's shady, so he probably did that, kept it going on purpose just to get on Nene nerves mm-hmm. to make her that much worse. And all those receipts, all that beautiful whole footage, Be- all oh. of that beautiful bean footage. All oh, that beautiful bean Because every live she came out with, they had receipts, they had video receipts 
for that ass. Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to tarantes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member, and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. Listen, let me tell you something. You know, know, it is VV funny. That the bone collector in Sheree, who still looks stupid because joggers, summer. September, spring, summer. Like, girl, shut up. Uh, Earth, wind, and fire. Um, the bone collector and the bone collector sidekick in Kim, it's funny how them the two most biggest liars on the show. And Kim ain't even part of the damn show officially. But yet they have the most receipts. Involving them in the most shit because listen, let me tell you, telling the most lies. They have more receipts for Kim than they did anybody else in either part one or two of the whole fucking reunion. Because and her I, limited run on the show, she was she was in nothing but mess, nothing, and not even good mess. And, and I then tried to turn around and lie about every part of it. Her involvement in every part of the mess, she tried to lie about. And Bravo was like, no, no, no. Use a white bitch and we got receipts. Why you always lying? Why the fuck you lying? Yep. She was just, I was just like, get her the fuck out of here. I wanted, I wanted, you know, if if Nene wasn't going to lose her peach, I'd have been like, beat that ass. She really said that she didn't take that picture of Nene Carr and send it to Sheree. And then bloop to Bravo. They not only did they, not only was it a lie and the clock, then brought shot out to Bravo. They showed the fucking clip when, Nene, when Kim put the goddamn phone in Sheree's face. Good. Kim, girl, good the fuck by. No, yeah. Goodbye, girl. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. Kim, girl, fuck you. Portia girl, fuck you too. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna bring that up because Curtis, you you had a okay before before you go, Curtis. Before you go, Can't, you go Jeremy. Well, you know. How does the victim call it somebody else an incessant victim? Mm. Girl, Portia, mm. fuck you and your overdressed ass wig. In velvet velour ass dress, girl, always candy being a victim, bitch. You accuse me of attempted rape, bitch. I, we, it's listen, it's hands on deck forever. Fuck, listen, you oh, took oh, the words right the fuck out of my mouth. Let me first say of this. all, go ahead and say it because I have I have words and thoughts. Goddamn. I, I, listen, I, and I, I, I'm pretty much going to do everything I said, but I just want to say for part two of the reunion, 
We finally, Candy finally kind of halfway accepted Portia apology because Portia kind of halfway kind of took accountability. So y'all on the internet can stop being in Portia camp because got and crying over this bitch because they they apparently have did it the shit. But with that said, we still gonna drag and get these jokes. So Candace and Curtis, go. First of all, um, because I'm tired of y'all crying for goddamn Portia when she don't need no goddamn tears. Right. Okay, my bad. Go. That bitch ain't Evita. She don't need y'all crying for her. <laughs> um, Portia, girl, fuck you because she's still talking about people taking her out of her character. Sistrin, see stop. That is your character. Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> I should have known Candace was going to sing it when I said that damn shit out of my mouth. You knew I was. <laughs> Portia is so fucking full of shit. Like, she get on my goddamn nerves. And shout out to Candy. She was being mature about the situation because over here on the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, I think I can speak for all three of us. Um, it would be fuck Portia to the day I die and Listen. the bitch can catch hands, feet, and weapons on site. Fuck the dumb shit. Yeah. You put my name like out there like that and drag it through the mud and the sleet and the snow. Bitch, I'll whoop your ass every chance. Every time I think about the shit. Yeah. I'm pulling up on your ass. Yeah. Every fucking time. And the only reason... Listen, I was glad... Like I said, Portia finally took to the fucking part two reunion. She finally kind of halfway sort of took accountability, which is way more than she had been doing the whole fucking season. And I feel Candy kind of halfway, kind of sort of accepted it so they could move forward and told everybody else to stop bringing the shit up, which we have been saying too. But the only reason I'm, I'm more thankful that they did that shit so people on the fucking internet will stop treating Portia like a goddamn baby and coddling her like, oh, she's apologized. Girl, forever fuck you. Because you shouldn't have never did the shit in the first place with your dumb ass to leave a fucking face. And then she tried to say it on part two like when Candace said, you should do that. Really, oh, go ahead, Candace. My so bad. The part that really outdid me and this ain't even related to, it's related, but it's not related. You motherfuckers be sitting on Twitter holding grudges over a tweet you didn't like from somebody eight years ago. Not even something they did to you personally. Over something they tweeted. And you gonna tell a motherfucker not to be upset and to let it go when somebody accused them of attempted rape. Child, fuck y'all. Let me tell you something. I don't mind people holding grudges, but keep that same energy for shit that matter. Because you motherfuckers have people blocked to infinity and beyond over some shit from over dumb shit. Two thousand eight. Over dumb shit. Not even like like shit that like you said, shit that matters. Like they did some real foul malicious shit. Like just dumb shit. Like like you said, can like a tweet that you disagree with a tweet that you didn't like. Like your motherfuckers don't even hold like grudges for like real foul shit like shit that needs to hold a grudge over but can needs to get over it and oh Portia how to apologize girl fuck y'all oh I don't have no dog in this fight cause I'm petty I will block people for shit I, I don't petty. like <laughs> I hold grudges you I, speak I too to... spicy about Beyonce and I'm blocking your ass I don't give a fuck I got a whole new account and went back and reblocked the people that I had blocked on my old account that's the I kind of petty I'm here for I like that shit What's That's six friends? Carrying on, I'm here for, it. and it's it don't even be personal. She'd be like, somebody said something stupid. 
Like listen, I'll nigga. block a nigga or just general trash. Listen, wow. I'll block. Listen, I'll block a nigga because he ugly. But that's neither here nor there. But what I'm saying, yeah, I, keep, I keep that same energy. Like I'm all for Candy forever holding a, a, um, a grudge against Portia and that's, never letting her live the shit down. Since and, I'm reminding you every time I see you that you a snake and you fucking trifling. What's because the thing about it is, Candy not even holding a grudge. It's just yeah, you did some foul shit, and I don't fuck her. with you. Yeah. And the only reason it looks like I'm holding the grudge is because y'all keep bringing it up. If y'all didn't bring it up and y'all left me the fuck alone and this bitch the fuck alone, you wouldn't think that there was a grudge being held. Like, everybody on the Housewives cast don't have to get along. And they damn sure don't have to get along after someone pulls the shit that Portia did. And they damn sure don't get along all the time. Most of the time. You know what? And I think I feel like and I'm not even being funny. I feel like we keep coming back to this point, not even necessarily because of what happens on the show. Because like I said, with this part two of the reunion, Candy and Portia kind of sort of halfway maybe did the shit and it was it. But this I don't even, and I don't even think it was that. I think it was literally Candy making the decision that I don't want to talk about this shit no more. So I'm going to say what y'all think y'all want to hear. Come out of my I, mouth I so can y'all can leave me the fuck alone about this shit. I can that see was it, what I saw. But again, I feel like, and what I was on piggyback off of Candace is what we're saying here, friends, is that we keep that same energy. Yeah. And absolutely. And what we have the, the disconnect that we have here with motherfuckers on the internet is that you motherfuckers are talking real spicy about candy and going up for Portia when you motherfuckers don't keep that same energy. That is the disconnect that we are having here, friends, because I don't fucking understand it. I mean, that's Jeremy and Candace, because y'all already know. Y'all heard on whatever episode that was. I don't care what y'all do on the internet as long as y'all leave me out of it. But thank you. I mean, we really don't care, but it's just motherfucking funny in the light and they are Just leave me the fuck alone, because once you bother me, I do hold a grudge. Well, hilarious. I mean, you know, let me not say that. Let me say that for after we finish recording. Um, but but since y'all brought it the fuck up, <laughs> that's ain't in your throat, ain't it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that cool. Listen, this ain't Curtis we talking to now. This cool loaf. Cause you motherfuckers do not hold grudges or have that energy for the bitches that need it. You mm. got bitches scamming other. You know what? Mm-mm. Let's move on. <laughs> you ain't about to get my goddamn blood pressure up. <laughs> Shit. But y'all y'all know where I was about to take it. You know mm-hmm. you yeah, say, say that for after we record. But y'all funky asses. <laughs> Look, in the words of Curtis, you're funky bitches. <laughs> exactly that. Y'all don't never have that smoke for winning matter. Mm, but mm, mm. taking advantage of people right there on the goddamn timeline. Y'all ain't got nothing for. Okay, sure. Mm. Mm. Sure, Jay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, um, shout out to Eva because Eva was not playing no fucking games on that couch with her pregnant, beautiful ass. Listen, let me tell you something, and then I'm gonna let you and Candace go. Let me tell you something. Eva delivered one of the classiest, subtlest reads I have ever seen in recent memory to goddamn Cynthia. Listen, when she, when Eva said. When they tried to flip it and say what well, Eva, what they tried to say, well, and the, that question and the red, uh, like Cynthia basically said Eva was a liar and her life fell flat. And, and they goddamn, and they rolled that beautiful bean footage. And Eva she said, to, oh, she was trying to get on Will Dick, 
And Eva, and her life fell flat. Like, bitch, please. And Eva said, well, the difference is one of them, well, oh, when they brought up the shit with Shamia. And, and, and Eva said in the most, listen, first of all, looking just gorgeous and, excuse me, pregnant as she want to be. Eva said, well, the difference is the shit that Shamia did was a rumor. The thing that I saw with Will with my own eyes actually happened. So you take with that information what you real. I was like, oh, oh, I, I listen, I, I got a little aroused. I was like, okay, Eva, okay. She should Eva, sit there Eva the Eva fuck now. When she was like, first of all, you don't have a right to try to out anybody. Especially yeah. In yes. The way that she went about it. She was yeah. like, that's not nobody business. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. said, yes. Champion for us. Yeah, when well, she brought it, she said. I don't, I don't think. Listen, let me just say this. I feel like Missy is one of those people who has mastered being a celebrity, but having a personal life, because we didn't even know Missy had health problems until she came out and said it. Mm-hmm. We never know what's going on in Missy's life. Like I recall watching her behind the music. And like Missy was dating some guy for a long ass time, and we just never knew who it was. So it's kind of like if Missy wanted the world to know she was gay or bi or whatever the fuck, she she would tell her own business because she always has when she's ready. Absolutely. So Eva Eva went the fuck off. That's how I know Eva and Missy are friends though, because she right. went off. She was like, "No, bitch, this is not what we finna do." Listen, Eva said, as someone that champions the LGBTQIA community with my straight ass, let me tell you what the fuck you not going to do and what you should not do is speculate someone's sexuality. Now, check that. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, with Cynthia, with your dumb ass, what I saw with Will was what the fuck I knew. And then they added up the months and Cynthia was looking the fuck stupid. All that energy that you had and you did not even get your goddamn guts rearranged. Are you crazy? Fuck this nigga. What was really crazy about that to me was like Cynthia could have accepted the truth and still fucked with him because Eva never was like, girl, don't fuck him. I used to talk to him. She just like, girl. Just be careful and make sure he's being completely honest with you because when I met him, he had a girlfriend. Which like, is really awesome. Look out, shit. It wasn't no, no, girl, you know, I used to talk to him type shit. It was on some, hey, just make sure he's being honest with you. Uh, you know what, Candace? I'm glad you brought that up because that's the thing that's so fucking weird that Eva didn't come on no woman to woman shit. She was just like, girl, be careful. And again, I don't see the problem because you, this nigga was not your boyfriend. You motherfuckers were just dating and you ain't even fucked the nigga. Cynthia, what the fuck are you doing? You cried over dick you didn't get. What the fuck is wrong with you? She thinks she mean. She's still in withdrawals from uh, Peter. Child, she she t- she, hey, she thinks she mean when me and Mike first started talking. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, Champion me. Nah, she said he, they had sex. I don't think they had sex. Welcome I, to I, the- think he, I think Mike said uh, he think that she got, he think they had sex, but I think Will got disinterested after that whole little shit was like, bitch, I'm cool on you. Right? Because they weren't together. Speaking of, welcome to the podcast, Mike. 
Mike did watch the reunion. He did watch part two of the reunion. That's why he's so eager to jump in. That's Nigga, cool. you late as hell. We about to move on. The fuck? <laughs> Just like a guy. But on the real though, Mike a little bit under the weather too. That's why he ain't uh, get to watch all the stuff that we watched this week because he wasn't feeling that great. So get well soon, nigga. Right, chase some tussles. Don't call a lot of batteries plus tomorrow. We need the bag secured, okay, and the batteries too. Okay. Um, the last thing I have for 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 housewives, and I'll let y'all close it out. Um, Sheree didn't have her storm wig on. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> Kenya, Kenya continued to read Sheree every chance she got, and I was here for it. Listen, I don't know what the fuck has gotten into Kenya with this part one and part two of the reunion, but she has, you know, what? Speak, why are we here? Why are we here? I'm glad you brought it up because Marlo, mm. yeah, 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 mm. Marlo, sweetie, you look funny in the light. She, she, she is a scammer. She, was a, she looks like a prostitute in the light, but that's... that's and something not, about her uh, looks musty. I don't know what it is. Of, speaking of prostitutes, again, Portia, girl, fuck you, because you've been calling Kenya a prostitute for about three seasons. And they rolled the bean footage back. And then when they... Then when they had the re- on the reunion, when they went to the break and they showed the shit, King was like, girl, you've been saying this shit forever. And Portia Listen, like, I don't recall. I don't really. Let's talk about how Kenya had that energy while the cameras were on and while they were off. She's like, bitch, you going to get these words? Hey, listen, I don't know what the fuck done got into Kenya, but hey, listen, hey. I listen, you I, listen, you gotta respect her energy. She keeping it. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> she had all the energy. She's like, poor some bitch, I'll fuck you up on this couch. <laughs> right. Now again, I don't know, like Curtis said last week, I don't know what the, she needs to stop lying about her skin, but she got that energy, goddamn. She <laughs> got the energy. I mean, granted, Portia probably would mop the floor with her like she did before, but yeah, she yeah. got the energy. She got yeah. the energy. Um, that was all I had for the house wigs. Yeah. Yeah. Kim girl, fuck you. Porsche girl, fuck you. Marla girl, uh, not Marla. What's her name? Marlo? Yeah, Marlo. Marlo, Marlo LLC. We you, Marlo, we know you selling pussy for money, and it's okay, man. It's fine, girl. It is fine. It is an age old profession. LLC. Really? LLC. Well, and ask Marlo, what do you do? I damn to slid off this goddamn bitch. <laughs> And when Kenya said, I, I'll Google it if I want to find porn, I was like, ooh. Like, listen, I, again, I don't know what the fuck has gotten into Kenya, but the, the this shade, this, she... I mean, Kenya I, usually reads during the uh, reunions anyway, but yeah, that's true. I think it's just when you compare it to how dry the season was, it's it's extra spicy. Yeah, well, then, yeah. then not only that, and then Kenya reading people that she don't like, so... That yeah. Plus well, yeah. she's pregnant, so those pregnancy hormones are oh, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. So, speaking of alleged, let's get into Black Ink Crew. Mm. Mm. Um, Sky Girl, fuck you too. <laughs> On the beat the fuck up list. But she at the top of the beat the fuck up list. Honestly, no, she not. Donnie, Donnie is. Sorry. Sorry. Well, yeah. Goddamn echo, bitch. Google Hangouts, get your goddamn life together. <laughs> right? right. So you know, upset the baby. Just trying to get a piece of chicken. 
Yeah, it's like a real nigga. Like she is destined for greatness. Correct. Yeah. Um, Sky that week went to flying. Right, listen, shout out to Sky for trying for making up with Donna because she know Donna will beat her the fuck up. She was about to get her ass beat. <laughs> she, hey, listen, when Donna said, when Donna told, I mean, when Sky told Donna, you know you can't fight, I was like, ooh, ooh, Sky, you 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 talking a little too breezy now, cause ooh, can I already whoop your ass once? <laughs> right. I'm like, ooh, ooh, Sky, you, you, I mean, you right that they was on some foul shit, but you going a little too far now. You know, that's how you know, like, the check gotta be right, and the need for this instant 15 minutes of fame has to be strong, because I'm not built like that. I don't have it in me to be around a motherfucker that'll whoop my ass at any point in life. I I just, I'm not built like that. (laughs) Like, you whoop my ass, I got to stay the fuck away from you. Fuck the dumb shit. Right, because my ass ones that mean you gonna whoop my ass again. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bitch. L- get me off. Of, get off of me. Yeah. Let me get her. Get That's that my shit bitch. up real quick. Right. That that was cold. Right. For, like I listen. Fuck these cameras. I know Donna will whoop my ass, and I'm not trying to have these problems. She was so- like, I'm trying to get pregnant. I do not need this bitch punching me in the fucking uterus. <laughs> right. Like, can we make up, please? Thank you so much. And Donna with her old jigsaw ass teeth was like, yeah, she was with the shit. That's my sister, whatever she said. I don't know. I don't listen. To like, I always teeth. got her back and I'm like, okay, Donna. All They're right. both idiots. Right. In my opinion. Um, Jada, girl, you're on national TV farting. Gross. You gaseous bitch. Get it together. <laughs> um, Curtis never changed. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> No, seriously, I was like, that's pretty disgusting. Was, I was like, why? Why? Like, why? Go to the fucking bathroom. Right. Like a normal person. Right. First of all, why do we need to know that? Right. I would have been like, don't put that on there. What the fuck wrong with y'all? Right. Ain't no way in here. I'll be in the cutting room. I'll be like, hey, uh, Rashid edit this shit. Yeah. Um, Tati, mm. you, <sighs> we need to like beat the fuck up light list because she don't need her whole ass whoop she only need like a quarter a quarter maybe half of her ass beat because slap the fuck up list that's what we got slap the fuck up okay slap the taste out of her mouth one good time there you go because why as the shop manager you would go to mail about the client not wanting donna to hit her up instead of going straight to donna or c's just being messy for no fucking reason. Like, only, that's how you know Big Fish was like, oh, we're going to stir up the pot right here. Yeah, because I was about to say the only justification, and ain't really a justification, but the only thing I can think of that why she would go to Mel is because it was Mel's client. But even still. What is Mel supposed to do? Right. Like, if Donna's hitting her up, you go to Donna and say, we had a client that called to say, stop hitting her up. Stop fucking hitting her up. That's right. all. You're the shop manager. And if you feel like you don't have the authority, I mean, you can attempt to go to C's with his stupid ass, but we'll get to him later. There was no, like, Mel is not going to be able to do anything to get Donna to stop that, stop hitting that lady up. You should have went directly to the source. But again, because mess. Right. Because they're trying to give us drama. Yes. And she messy as hell. She messy. She was messy later in the episode too. 
when they t- when they were trying to have that what was it quality control meeting which girl Ooh. and she's like donna and mel come up i was like why are you being so fucking messy right so yeah she can get the taste buds slapped out of her mouth Right. Um, just but speaking of that, let me tell you. Well, tell me. Listen, that was Mrs. Hill, but what we got following that, listen, I Melody, mwah, bravo, because listen, let me tell you something. That got, after she got that information, she was like, I'm not going to play no games. Um, Donna, um, Miss Ma'am, bitch, and Listen, Melody dragged the fuck out of Donna. <laughs> like that shit was <laughs> listen. Donna gang green tattoos. <laughs> they went Donna tried to go toe for toe, but she ain't have shit for Melody. Every time Donna She didn't have no receipts. She ain't have no damn receipts. And all Melody had was was receipts and time and anger. And that's a bad combination when you're trying to go blow for blow with somebody. Well, I'm gonna say it like this: If you go to Donna uh, IG, ain't no tattoo pictures on there. Nope. Go to Melanie. Uh, go to Melody IG. Nothing but tattoo pictures on there. Picture of the kid. Mm-hmm. Cause I think um, was it one of our um, supporters and friends, my homegirl Tia Tia, has said that. Uh, I think maybe after they start recorded this season, Melody um got her own shop, or she tattooing somewhere else other than Black Ink. So. She keeps some checks going, which she need because they still living in that fucking RV. But good the hell look, everybody. Mm. But yes, that's the one thing you can say. You can say a lot of things about Melody. A lot of it will probably be true. But the but she get to the money. The girl tattooed. You cannot say that for Donna. Mm. I feel like Melody. Um, Melody has the strength of the Black Panther. Because she just looks strong and she looks like she'll fuck Donna's ass up. Right. And now we add on that. We do know Donna is a hood rat and she can't fight, but I do agree that I think Donna is not a hood hood. rat. Yeah, we've already established this. Donna is not a hood rat. Donna is from the suburbs of Cleveland. She's perfected the act. Good point. She is not an actual hood rat. Yeah, I forgot Candace had told her that. Yes, 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 yes. I agree. That's a suburban bitch. Yes, yes. <laughs> and she built like one, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm waiting on it. <laughs> Soon as you said it, I was waiting on it. Yeah, so Tati trash. Donna is most definitely fucking trash. She got teeth like someone broke into a suburban. <laughs> yes. Donna be doing all this messy shit, but won't take her ass to the orthodontist to get a tooth implant. Right. And the, so, speaking of Donna, um, sweetie, why did you walk into that shop and try to act like you and Alex didn't fuck? Talking about, oh, we was just dancing. Y'all dancing by yourselves with no fucking music in the goddamn bathroom stall? Oh, yeah, that video ended up on Twitter, two of them fucking. Yeah, because I remember us talking about it when we saw it. Like, oh, these niggas fucking? And then and the editing, because remember when she got mad and, and uh, what's this? Alex was like, oh, she kind of sexy when she mad. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I see what y'all did there. Y'all ain't shit, but I see what you did there. Right. She walked in there like, oh, we were just dancing. I was like, girl, see, this is why you on the beat the fuck up list now. 
Right. Don't know how to lie. Consistently being stupid. Don't know how to tattoo. Don't know how to get your teeth fixed. Built like built like a tooth. I just mm. like Donald. What what is your purpose, now? Just I. But hell, what's I the know. point in cheating on your on your man after you just moved in with him? Really? What's what is the point of that? She 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 not smart. She got as much smart as her dead tooth, and that's you know. Good. You a dummy, bitch. You will never amount to shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not precious on this. <laughs> Curtis, you so fucking stupid. <laughs> but I mean, accurate. I just, uh, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get her. We did not need that part with her with them doing um roommate applications i thought that was already handled and then they showed it and i was like why do we need this first of all why do we need this from a bitch that was on help me how like i don't what huh what 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 was it what is all right okay all right and then jada wearing hospital masks like fucking michael jackson and shit and i'm like (laughs) man I don't. I don't. Also, get I don't get wh- what kind of top is Jada wearing in her confessional because they always blur out her titties, and I'm like, I okay. It, I must, get it. it must be some type of tattoo or something she got on her, maybe. Okay, because I that been bugging me for a minute. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I mean, they have no problem showing titties anyway, but you know, I'm, okay. Because if you notice, sometimes they be blurring some of Scott tattoos. Yeah, true. That's true. True. Sky trash, but her titties are not too bad. Yeah, I agree. Look nice after she went to Doctor Miami. Yeah, it's like we were saying in in the pregame. Like Scott, like on the outside, Sky look okay. Like she got okay work done. It's just I don't think Sky is ugly at all. I think Sky is pretty. She's just a crazy ass fool. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, since we've started talking about Sky, uh, here we go. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. <laughs> I got, I've been waiting for this. Go ahead, Curtis. I've been waiting. Elliot. Elliot, sis, you are in danger, girl. You need to get the fuck. Okay? You are in danger. I'm like, he must have really needed this check because that whole situation, why the fuck would you agree to have a baby with a bitch that you've known for a week? Good damn look, everybody, especially to that damn baby that ain't even been conceived from what we can see. These motherfuckers went to pick up baby clothes. They haven't even decided how they're going to get her pregnant. And y'all well, trying to like, shop for baby clothes? Well, I feel like next week she's going to catch uh, Elliot fucking Kevin. Oh, yes. Did you not see the preview? Somebody was getting their dick sucked in the shop. And Scott was pissed. Kevin so, and Elliot were hooked up. Good damn. Either Kevin and Elliot or Teddy. And I don't think it was Teddy. Good damn look, everybody. I was like, that cum is for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking moron. Uh-huh. He don't uh, give me his cum, girl. Child, this bitch done had a goddamn ring talking about, will you give me your cum? I was like, Sky, girl, what the fuck? Like, the fact that Sky act like she's never been pregnant before just just baffles me. Listen, like Candace said, ain't even tried to reconcile with the with which with your initial kids. Like, girl, what? She can't reconcile because they're gonna put hands and feet on her ass. Well, at least Genesis, she had, at she least had to get out of Dodge because Genesis probably had a hit out on her ass. Like, no, nah, y'all find that bitch. 
Can you imagine how shitty her kids must feel to see her on TV talking about having a kid and raising it with somebody? Child, listen, Genesis probably, listen, Genesis is a big man, and I don't blame him. Again, I wish that young man all the peace and blessings and healing he need, because, child. But I feel like he was fine until she came around. I came stirring up mess just like fucking Rhonda. Right. And now I'm sitting here with with trauma. Right. Fuck you, girl. But yeah, Elliot, girl, you in danger. Although I'm low-key here for Elliot and Kevin. Mm -hmm. You get to Elliot has a praying grandmother. No, the fuck he don't. Because if he did, he wouldn't be in this situation. He got a, a, you know what Elliot got? Elliot got a casino grandmother. That's what he got. All right. A fucking casino grandmother. Get the fuck by, Curtis. I said what the fuck I said. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) So, um, what's what's left? Is it uh, C's being trashed yet again? So listen, let me say this before we get into it. C said Caesar, whatever his real name is, Raisinette looking ass nigga. He said these are words that came out of his mouth, you guys. I want to I want to be clear on that. He said that he prides himself on being a good man, a good boss, and a good friend. And when he said that, I was like, nigga, the fuck where? And I turned into the white man blinking gift because I was like, you a grown ass man talking about you got a nemesis. Like, nigga, you ain't no Avenger. You ain't Batman. You got a nigga that you don't like. Right, nigga. Thanos ain't coming through. What the fuck are we talking about here? Calm your ass down. There's my nemesis. Shut your stupid ass up. That nigga said nemesis. First of all, nigga, you look like nemesis from Resident Evil. What the fuck? Like, Boy, he going to work for my nemesis. He dead to me, bro. Okay, and and your lip dead. So what the fuck is we talking about here? Listen, because Carmex is nowhere in the building, and I'm like that is not a habit. You should have picked up from Duchess. Listen. So, um, let me ugly black chiclet two having motherfucker. Listen. Listen, in what fucking world do you, as a man with your own child, expect somebody to work in your establishment after your employees try to swab their newborn baby's mouth and get a paternity test at the sip and see? And you didn't even check them on it. You set your big dumb ugly got two fast in that chair in the shop and was like yo y'all wildin man ain't no fucking way that should have went unchecked period like I'm not even being funny everybody would have been suspended like y'all gotta take a few days off I, like I'm not about to have you doing that type of dumb weak ass shit in my shop like we joke we fight we fuss we argue we don't violate people fucking kids Right. And and another reason why oh shit need to get out of that situation is cause I don't like a situation where as soon as a motherfucker get mad at you They gotta tell you everything they did for you? Yes. We took him back and fuck y'all. Boy, fuck you. 
because you didn't have that energy when this dizzy ass bitch was trying to swab my kid. Listen, let me tell you, I hate a motherfucker that don't keep that same energy, bro. Be consistent. Even if you're going to be trash, be consistently trash. Listen, like, don't ever do shit for me if you're going to fuck around and throw it in my face later. Right. Shit, let me let me struggle. Right. Because that let me know that you didn't do that shit out the kindness of your heart. You did that shit as a let me hold this over your ass. But when I needed to be big joker, like we playing spades, boy, fuck you. So it was good to see Puma. He looked like he living a stress-free, getting money ass life, man. Listen, that motherfucker skin looked like he just purchased some Fenty. Get money. That he motherfucker still had a wedding band, so the home life is good. Allegedly. I, uh, Hopefully, I was pleased. Even even the way Puma handled the conversation, let me know that he's grown a lot. Like Puma wasn't sitting up there taking unnecessary shots and seeds and talking shit. He was like, you know, I don't want any drama with them. You know, things are going well for me. Let me let me think about this and get back to you. See, that's my nemesis. That's my enemy. Blah blah blah. And the crazy part is. The only reason you and Puma fell out is because of fucking Duchess. Like, this woman created a divide in every fucking relationship she felt threatened by down to your damn kid and your kid's mom, but you acting like Puma was the bad guy. Like, you let you let Duchess drive that wedge between y'all always disrespecting him, disrespecting his family, disrespecting his wife and shit like that. I would have left your fucking shopping open my own, too. Like, Look, Caesar let a woman look like her pussy smell like black and miles driving way between him and Paul. Caesar bought her. Caesar bought her. What's that then? An unfreaked black and miles. All right. All right. Okay. You didn't lie, but friend, please. Just saying. I mean, you did not lie. No. But it was just. <clears throat> it just showed me how little Caesar has grown. Like you didn't open two other shots and you still immature, ugly, musty, dusty, fucked up teeth, behind on your child support, and still not good at running your fucking shops. And we ain't heard shit about the Atlanta shop over the two episodes there was well goddamn Sky was at the life of uh, uh, a lost puppet trying to get back to Atlanta. You know, I think that is like they can't record down there without cutting everybody a check. Like, if you're going to be recording in the shop, I need a check. I'm not right. about to be working right. in this fucking shop and y'all doing TV shows and we can't get no check. Fuck you. All right. Fuck All right. you, talk. And also, you know, down here they can't do that crazy shit they do in New York. We that episode, that episode them goddamn, uh, them goddamn senior citizens and fucking uh, no Druid Hills was like, nah, y'all got to shut this shit down. Yeah. yeah, they was like, y'all got to shut the fuck up when it's go to sleep time. Right, we got grandbabies that got to go to school and catch the age seventy five. Like y'all, fuck y'all. The devil is alive. It was really, I I applaud Richard because that wasn't oh shit that was Richard. Right. I applaud Richard for 
taking some control over his life, his protecting his family, and just being a fucking man. Like I would have never, I would have looked at oh shit, like he was the trash that he used to be had he stayed in that shop. Yep, I'd have been like, ooh, you definitely a little hoe. You the shop hoe. Right. When he, was, when he was like, you gonna go help my op? He was like, no, I'm gonna help myself. Let, you know like, what that is? Growth. Growth. I was like, you know what? We have an adult male here. Right. Yep. We we actually have a cisgendered male acting like a cisgendered male. Okay. Let's not do too much. Well, Let's mm. not put a lot of sauce on it. Uh, mm. We don't we need fair, sauce on it. Fair point. Fair point. The crazy part is Oh shit, deserve roses because I would have slapped everybody in the shop. Everybody. Next day I would have came in putting hands and feet on everybody. Every yeah. damn every damn one of them. I would have waited to come into the shop the next day and have everybody think shit sweet. And I'd have slapped everybody. Mm-hmm. Walt, Teddy, C's, Sky. Uh wait, was Walt there? I don't think Walt was there. Walt was there. He was the one taking pictures. Oh, he was? Yeah, because remember, Teddy was like, oh, it's good to see Walt doing his photography again. Oh, yeah, y'all right. My bad. See you. My bad. Kevin, mm-hmm. Alex. I would have double slapped. Uh, Tati. No, Donna. Donna. Yeah. Uh, ta- Tati, I don't hold too much against Tati because she was drunk and they really know what the fuck was going on. That's why they sent her in there. That's why they sent the crash test dummy in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like some cowards. Listen, Candace better than me because the fuck a double slap. After I slap each individual person, I'm going back to Donna. So I'm going to slap Teddy and then I'm going to slap Donna. I'm going to slap C's and I'm going to slap Donna again. (laughs) 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 Shit. Because she was on some hot, funky bullshit. I think the shit that was really sick, though, was just like those same stereotypical assumptions that people been making in the black community for so long about babies if they don't come out looking directly like the father and shit. Like, that shit trash to me. Very. That shit trash. The baby like, the baby like three fucking weeks, bitch. The baby don't have any color yet. Right. Like, it's a small percentage of babies that come out dark. It's a small percentage. Small percentage. Even if they grow up to be dark. When they do, it's because they're going to be super dark when they get older. Not saying nothing wrong with that. But when babies come out dark, you like you just know that baby is just going to be a, a dark chocolate Godiva god or goddess. But for the most part, babies don't have no whole lot of color. They've been, they been sitting in goddamn amniotic fluid for now. Yeah, they've been sitting in, in pregnancy. In the dark. In the dark. In the dark. Out of here. And then I was just like, are we really mad this baby doesn't look like oh shit? Because do we know we know what oh shit looks like? I was about to say, like, this sounds like, like a blessing for the baby. Like, oh, right. Let's not act like oh shit looks like uh Denzel or some shit. Like yeah. get the fuck together. I mean the nigga the nigga kinda look like Baloo from the jungle book. You you're right. Mm. I mean they was acting like oh shit look like the fine ass nigga from Moonlight. Right, <laughs> right, and dude, we know that's a, a, a Trayvante. He is not right. So I was like, we should, we should all be rejoicing that that baby looks like Nikki, especially as a girl. Imagine a little girl looking like, oh shit, 
Okay, they're gonna be looking at her like, oh shit. <laughs> that was rude. You know what? That was rude. No, no it was not rude. It was honest. It was God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. That was hilarious. But no apologies needed here, friend. <laughs> I mean, right. that, no, no apologies needed. It was just you know up. what, y'all right because we all let's we gonna have to keep it, keep it up. Up. We all grew up with the girl that when you saw her, everybody was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. No, and, and they'd be like, "Oh, you see little," and they usually be named after their father. Oh, you see little Georgia? She look just like, like her daddy, and you be like, "Oh shit." Right. Mm-hmm. I you went see to little Paulette over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, beautiful gowns, but still beautiful be- mm, gowns. I can't even say beautiful, just gowns. <laughs> yeah, baby, fucking ugly. <laughs> I, I went to school with several, and mm, good luck, everybody. Speaking of fucking ugly, sees you don't deserve nothing good in life. <laughs> you are Caesar's a, a fucking idiot. How the fuck you gonna try to burn papers in a trash can inside? Like well, a- I'm not even being funny, but how that how that little ass fire scare y'all out the shop? That, but no, you know what had me in here dying? I'm like, how did you motherfucking morons not realize that that lady was there to serve papers? That let me tell you something. I had this conversation with a good friend of mine uh, on Twitter. His name is the Lion. So shout out to Tyree. But that's the first thing he said. He was like, what the fuck made C's think a woman that clean cut was coming into the hood to get a tattoo from you? From him. And she was asking too Let many me, questions. It was so I was like, something in the milk. How, how you come to get a tattoo from C's but don't know what C's look like and he on a reality show? Exactly. Girl, fuck you. And boy, fuck no, you. No, not girl, fuck you, because she was just doing her job. C's fuck you. Uh, let me let me let let's discuss this really quick because I think this is our last big point. I have heard of <clears throat> um, tattoo shops having like guest artists because I've watched other tattoo reality shows like uh, the shit with Dave Navarro, uh, the shit with Kat Von D, and all that shit. And I've seen them like go, you know, guest tattoo another shop have really dope artists come to be guest artists in their shops and shit like that. So it's not out of the ordinary. However, how the fuck do you let somebody come in your shop and do a tattoo so disgusting and gross that somebody's arm gets infected and you trying to act like the the person, the, the victim is in the wrong and trying to play you? No, that woman's arm is forever fucked up. Yep, I don't know how you fix that. Like, by the graces of God, that woman didn't get an infection so bad they had to take her fucking arm. Like that tattoo, it looked like her skin was melting off. And I'm not being funny because everybody's tattoo heals differently or whatever. Especially like if you take into consideration like people health conditions, like if you're a diabetic, your tattoos will take a little longer to heal. You gotta be a little more careful. And, you know, all of that kind of shit. But it's like you let somebody come in your shop and and put that on your reputation and are mad and you mad because a woman suing you. I would sue the fuck out of you for everything because you have a responsibility to make sure that anybody tattooing in your shop 
is doing so under sanitary safe conditions. That woman's arm looked disgusting. Yep. And that, that picture has been floating around the internet for years now. Like, this didn't just pop up out of nowhere. And so for him to act like, you know, this bitch trying to extort you, no. The least she could fucking do is be compensated because it's going to cost her literally her fucking arm to get that nasty looking shit covered up if it could be covered up. Boy, fuck you. You big gum bitch. Yep. Agreed. And in the preview, it said that the woman is suing for him to lose his license and every fucking thing. Lose it. Like, like everything to do with that shop, she coming for. She deserve it. Like, I'm, I'm dead ass serious. That's like somebody, you like going to get your hair done and they got a guest hairstylist and your hair start falling the fuck out once you get out the chair. You going after that fucking shop owner. Yep. Because you didn't make sure this motherfucker was qualified to be in here working. Boy. I never, you know what? One thing I can say is that, like, this is why I appreciate Black Ink Chicago more because, like, no matter what, like, we know that the people tattooing in that shop can fucking tattoo. Correct. Like, even even though some are better than others, like, we know that they can at least execute a tattoo without making somebody's fucking arm fall off. The level of professional, as messy as they are on Black in Chicago, when it comes to tattooing, the level of professionalism is vastly superior to that of the regular. See, like, C's deserve to be sued. And, like, the crazy part is the nigga's such a coon that he could have paid... The lady that little five thousand dollars two years ago had her sign some paperwork and been the fuck on about his business. Like this, like this the thing. Like niggas don't even know how to play shit smart. Like I would have, I would have did whatever it took to make sure that woman wasn't slandering my fucking shopping reputation every six months like clockwork. Right, because you're not a weirdo, but he's a fucking weirdo. He ain't even a weirdo. He's just a moron. He's just stupid. Yeah, all, all she was asking for initially was 5k that was fucking lowballing because it's definitely gonna take more than 5k of anything to get that arm looking halfway decent again uh, if C's had even a lick of fucking sense he would have gave that lady 25k and got her to fuck on hey my lawyer want to get you in here sign some paperwork you can't say this you, you got a gag order on you here's the set here's your check take care honey Go fuck, get that arm taken care of. Sorry we fucked you up. Hope this little change will help you. <laughs> now that lady... <laughs> and so, now she sorry we fucked you Yeah, like, sorry we fucked your arm up. Take care of <laughs> Like, because what, what can you possibly say to somebody who arm looked like that and that shit got done in your shop? Like, all you can say is, my bad, we really fucked your... Oh, man, that's crazy. You got to get beat the fuck up. The weather be crazy sometimes, you know? Do you like Brazilian music? Popeye's <laughs> <laughs> got good chicken, don't they? <laughs> you right, want you know, spicy with a biscuit? It's right, you know the 29 the- Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that nigga's stupid. I swear I can't stand to see that big, stupid, <clears throat> ugly, dumb, milk-dud, head-ass piece of shit on my TV screen. 
See, he's more fun. You definitely are bozo of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Because yeah. that was like, like Candace said, some shit that you could have handled years ago for a, a light penny. Yeah. Five, what's, like, what's 5K to season? Like, like I don't get it. Like, I mean, paying your bills because you was running Dutch's pockets and had her paying your child support and bailing you out of jail. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, you had the 5K to send that lady about her fucking way. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth because I was like, 5K might be a lot to seize because he got Kitty doing the books. <laughs> and we see how that turned out. Right. right. So. You know, but yeah, Caesar. See, he, he, he at the top. He, he near the top of all beat the fuck up list because Caesar both of you. I'm gonna put C's right above Donna because he. How you stupid? How you double stupid in one episode? Right. Like how you double stuff stupid? Mm. Like boy, listen, you ugly motherfucker. Well, when you and um. Big Fish and the editing and, and everything, everyone that was involved, fuck y'all for trying to make us give a fuck about Caesar's sex life. Uh, that was really weird, awkward, ill-placed, misplaced, uncalled for, not needed, unnecessary. All of that. Listen, I don't want to think about a ball of sit- having sex. Big Fish, Rashi, fuck y'all. Yeah, I definitely don't want to see a, a puddle of mud having sex or even hear about it. All right, I don't want to think about Mister Hanky having sex. Fuck is wrong. Looks like the bottom of a Timberland boot, like when it's been worn, like real, real bad. Like they wear it every day. These look like these look like the dead body of a rat in the train in New York uh, City. That's extreme. She definitely looks like. He smell like pee pee. Yeah. He looks like smell pissy. He looks like a mysterious corner in the MTA in New York. I, I just like I know a lot of some of this is scripted because just vision me going into my business and discussing with my employees how loud I have sex. Like you sound the fuck stupid. All right. The fuck stupid. The fuck stupid. And nasty. Like that is like listen. I don't you care how, how you look. I don't care how liberal the work environment is and how laxed it is. I'm not about to discuss sex with my sex life with my employees. Okay. Like okay. especially when you didn't fuck some of the people in the shop. Uh, right. Yuck. First, hey, I want Kitty to I feel like Kitty is a cute woman. I want her, I want them to give her a different storyline besides seeming like she's desperate for scenes because I don't imagine that that's how she really is when the camera's not rolling. I agree. I don't buy it. I don't, I don't buy it. But like on the show, she's like counting who he fucking. And it's like, girl, you ended the shit. Like, why you care? And I'm like, it's just gotta be. To keep this this kitty storyline somewhat interesting because there's no way she cares that much when they not filming. 
Right. I I don't buy it because I I don't think she cared that much. And I honestly, I mean, the girl dumb, but it don't seem like she in that much shit this season. Like, it seems like she just go, she just sit there and eat her food. Yep, and not being able to count because Teddy do want to fuck Kitty. Like you could tell. I don't blame him. <laughs> like he really wants, he really wants parts of that. Wait, what you mean you don't blame him? I mean, she not bad looking. I mean, she's off. Yeah, but she's already fuck C's. Like, well, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Teddy, it's enough women on the planet. You don't need to be going after women that C's as fuck. True. And that you work with. True. True. Like, he chunky, but he ain't bad looking. Like, he can do better shit. I, Teddy is actually, like, really attractive to me, but he just real stupid. And so, yeah. It's like. And then he got the shoes that light up and it's like Teddy. He way too goddamn big to not have no balls when it comes to sky and shit. Like, yeah. I'm just not about to get bullied by a bitch who butt cheeks I could pop. With a pen, nope. Like I could, def- I could deflate your whole body. I'm not finna argue with you, bitch. Leave me alone. Not even, know you know what? Me. Not even that. I'm not about to get bullied by a bitch that wants my dick. Well, that's not how the that's not how this works, beloved. Like she would have, like he he just way too he too soft. Yeah, yeah. I love Sky. I'm always going to have love for Sky. Uh, shut your stupid ass up. Nigga, you got your shit rocked on national TV. By a bitch who abandoned her kids. Who was about to get her shit rocked by one of her cheering. Exactly. Get the fuck, get the fuck out, of out of here. Get the fuck. And what does Teddy do? Not a damn thing. The VP of operations, so nothing. Okay, so he 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 a shop cat. Got it. Yeah. He a bodega cat. Yeah. <laughs> a bodega, bodega mountain lion. Uh. Oh, that nigga a bodega pooh bear. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Sky. All right. All right. <laughs> he's sky Teddy. <laughs> Stay out of my love life, Sky. I was really expecting him to uh cry. To cry to and cry. sound like Rick James when Charlie Murphy hit him back. Why you hit me like that? <laughs> <laughs> I was really expecting it. I was waiting. He just said that phone. he just picked up this phone and started texting. He started calling his Uber. I'd have flipped that table over. Oh, listen. I'd have turned into the hawk on that dumb hoe. <laughs> I'd have hawk smashed her wig off. Yeah, I think uh, with that, I think this is it for this episode because I can't think of nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it for this As I said earlier, Elliot, sis, you are in danger. Right. right. Exit stage left while you can. Point. Dial nine one one and tap the phone on the table. They know that you're in distress, bad. Shit. So we're gonna wrap up this episode of Ratchet Ramblings. Um, we will be back next week. Um, part three of the Real Housewives of, of Atlanta reunion is gonna wrap up. Um, we're recording today on Friday. 
Um, so I can't wait for Sunday, and we will have a we will, we will listen. We will get. I haven't seen that in a while. But we will watch the dismantling of Kim Zosiak. Oh yes, because I'm ready for Candy to tap in. Listen, I'm listen. I'm I'm ready. So we will be uh, ready for the droopy little bandit to get what's coming from. Correct. And we will be back next week. Um, make sure thank you all for tuning in, and make sure you listen to uh, Gangster Stories and leave uh, comments and ratings and reviews. Again, the one star rolls. And Curtis, take us out with the benediction. Um, thou shalt not be so desperate for a chick that you agree to have a baby with a bitch that you just met a week ago in a goddamn club when you don't even like pussy. And with that, we will see y'all next week. Bye bye. Deuces. Peace.